Kia ora he uri tēnei o Te Ateawa me Taranaki, ko Alistair Kona Samovola Hau. Um, I teach at the Faculty of Māori and Indigenous Studies at the University of Waikato and one of the great joys of the last three years of my life has been um, a Marsden funded project called Writing the New World, Indigenous Texts 1900 to 1975. project um, spends time going all around the region 1900 to 1975 a period that we actually don't know that much about we spend a lot of time talking about kind of first adventures and connections with Europeans coming into the region and we talk about more recent things but particularly in the area of writing and literary studies which is my own background um, it's kind of like what really happened between you know, the end of the kind of contact colonial period and Albert went, like what, what happened in that time in between. Writing the New World um, has brought together 16 different indigenous uh, researchers from all around the region with really different backgrounds um, and different perspectives and different skills. Um, and the podcast is intended to feature their views, their ideas, their experiences, so that you also can have an opportunity to connect um, with this writing, but also with the region that it comes from. The whole concept of the podcast is so much that happens at universities, um, really are, are things that people beyond the university might be interested in hearing about. We're interested in celebrating the writing from this time period, but also celebrating the work of the amazing researchers that have worked on the project. And so we are hopeful that members of their communities and the members of the communities um, that produce this writing in the first place um, would find these podcasts to be interesting and maybe um, would have them um, ask some questions and feel interested in knowing a bit more about the writing of their own communities. In order to contribute to the New Zealand um, Pacific and Māori Language Weeks, um, in 2020 a special issue of the podcast is being launched um, with each of those language weeks um, featuring people from those language communities um, speaking about their research in that language. My name is Wanda Yerubia Allen, your podcast host. Happy Fijian Language Week! In celebration of the Fijian literary heritage, Wola Utu Nivaya and Andi Inoke talk about their archival research experiences with Fijian language text. Both have varied and equally important experiences and findings. One of the many interesting topics of discussion involves the seemingly small but powerful way in which indigenous Fijian people are speaking back in the colonial government newspaper Namata. Thank you for your time and enjoy.
vinaka ni sambolo vinaka na yadango andilete inoke ngonelo ni vandumandu mingau wasui na vanga koro toro ngonu vinakongo mawavinu vinakatake rona Kondina ni pepongo elasweth kiwanda meruni torna ngon minangu mawa madalo tak na budiu torna takio wakana tikio tikina ayo buli buli tiko bana tambana ni social science nangu major na psychology betkin humanity development sakarun na nangu yampakin ko wabin minakataka ni serubian nangu na meu Wabuli talaga walela iba na pepa bitur tikino Alice Watkiwanda. Wabuli na katakan ni ngana kami dalawa na matang na nungurai na kami beritikyan na kawituki, beritikyan na kawa pasibika binaka. Binaka, vula and Andy, I understand that in different projects that you have been engaging with Fijian language text. And part of Fijian language is uh, an opportunity for us to promote our indigenous languages. Um, are you able to share a little bit about, um, for our language group program, the text that you've been involved with? Yeah. Um, I think it's really important to, to especially in a context like University of Waikato, mm -hmm. to think about um, indigenous languages mm. and how we engage with it eh? mm. in, in our learning and mm. in our research. Eh? Mm -mm. Um, mm. It's really important. Eh? Um, I mean, most of the time, not, not saying that uh, um, researchers from other countries who've done research on our own communities uh, not important. They are important. They have mm. done the baseline and the basis for learning and studying our own cultures and our mm. own, especially our own languages eh? mm. and dialects and all that. But I think it's important as uh, students in a tertiary institution that mm. we say if you're Maori, you engage with Maori texts, mm. if you're Pacifica like Samoan, Tongan, or Hawaiian, or Nivanuatu. Mm. that you engage with um, the text that exist in the institution, eh? mm. like here in Wakata Uni or in the library, mm. in the archives. Eh? It's mm. really important. The reason is, like, um, from the perspective of writing the new world uh, project, um, to give a brief history of how I came to be involved in it with the mm. Fijian text, the native text or the Itaque text was uh, 2018. Um, we went to Fiji for a conference in Uspi. Mm. After a few days of the conference, we went for the conference dinner. Mm -hmm. So we were having chat with some of the academics. Mm. Then I, I bumped into an old uh, Fijian scholar, uh, Pio Manoa. Mm -hmm. He's also from Bonolivo, mm -hmm. but he's from a different mm -hmm. province. Eh? Mm -hmm. And uh, we were chatting. I didn't know he he's a he was a prominent uh, poet. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, oh, okay. Uh, have you guys found any any text? So the conversation started. Oh, not not really. We're looking at um, 
So I, I thought of one. It was Viti Makawa. He was one of the students at the Nabuloa Seminary in Ra. But they didn't, um, they found out that he, I mean, from what the people, uh, earlier researchers said, he, he wrote his personal journal in his own dialect. Which is hard to find back then, eh? For people. Because, uh, Mm. Mm. I think it was in the late 1800s. Yeah, because yeah. that's when the missionaries were coming in mm. to establish this, mm. the seminaries, mm. teach the local, mm. local um, missionaries mm. to go out. Yeah. So they taught them how to read and write. And yeah. Mm. So I was talking about this with Pio. Mm. Then Pio out of the blue, and he was like, you know, there's a uh, Old vernacular uh, uh, vernacular newspaper that used to be circulated mm. on an uh, yearly and monthly basis back in the days. Mm. So I was like, oh, my ears! Yes. You know, like <laughs> the like, oh, this is exciting. Mm. Mm. Okay. Same time, well, okay. Let's call uh, the missus. Introduce her. You guys have to talk. Yeah, so we had a talk. One chat led to another. One glass of wine led to another. We ended up in Grand Pacific. Drinking a few bottles of wine. He was also interested, yeah, because he was like... Conversation keeper. I'm not sure if people knew him or knew me. Some people Yeah, but it's only the children. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so he was so interested in the conversation that he started talking about the paper. Mm. So it's like, oh, from there, that's how Namata came into being, to mm. being part of uh, and writing a new world project. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, mean, like, uh, um, I was uh, really inspired when I first uh, took the paper, Pacific Text last trimester. I inspired in the sense of where my belonging is, the sense of my belonging. Because I'm seeing the Pacific desk that belong to me. And um, it's our identity. And nobody will run away from their own identity. And um, engaging with the Pacific decks, my last uh, assignment was for us to write something about our own Pacific decks. So I took myself back to where my husband comes from. And then with that, it was a first film that filmed by. Uh, Villasoni Vernico, Vernico, his red woman, and um, he was the one who filmed that movie. So I watched the whole 87 minutes of the movie. And I have to sit with my children and engage them with the movie themselves. And then I talked about the movie. As I talked about the movie, and I told them, you know, in my learning, this is what I've learned in school, and I really want to engage myself with, the, with you guys. Even my children, that was the first time that my children watched the movie as well and I've been asking my families and friends it's really important because most of the time we love the novels that the Palani people 
you know, they wrote things about their own selves and their own perspective. What I love about our Pacific culture is we have a collective perspective, so we work together as a family. As, you know, Pacific people, we, we're very friendly out of all the people in the world. And, and I'm proud to be a Pacific person, and I'm proud to be a Fijian. And um, from after I took the Pacific text, I was I was like I was really urged. I urged myself, okay, next trimester I want to take the Pacific, the 300 level. So there was none for this trimester. So so instead of uh, taking the Pacific text paper, so I took the Indigenous Maori paper for this trimester, so that I can still engage myself with the Pacific learning. Sometimes people have their visions and their goals and their dreams of where my learning will be going into. So when I first studied in WinTech and then I graduated with a diploma in mental health, my heart goes to, to the people of our Pacific. After I graduated, I have to do something for my people. You know, that not... I don't think so that much more people there are there in New Zealand who wants to look after the their own people. So I have a passion to look after my own people. Yeah. So my goal is for me to graduate next year. And then in order for me to graduate next year, I have to engage myself first with whatever learning is around me. Yeah. For me personally, um, it's been a, uh, it's an amazing journey in discovering the paper. So we've been been traveling in Australia because uh, I heard that there's a virtual there's an embargo on on certain access to documents in Fiji like oh, in the archives yeah? Okay. yeah even like uh, but well I'll have to ask again but since Fiji was a colonial uh, mm. uh, site back then mm. the the colonial administrators sent uh, the papers also to yes. Sydney because yes. Sydney was the hub for yes. all the for all the colonial administration mm -hmm. posts there. Mm -hmm. So people from Britain would be sent to mm -hmm. Australia, mm -hmm. Australia, and mm -hmm. yeah. So we went there, mm -hmm. found copies there. So I think the earliest copies are eighteen hundred. Yeah, I'm trying to yeah look at the. The first original copy. Yeah? Oh, mm. yes. So, so what year did, was it first published? That's what I'm. Oh, trying it's to yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Because, because the, the copies are scattered. Eh? Mm. Oh. So we try to actually mm. put everything together. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Oh. And are you finding them at various institutions yeah, in the Pacific? Yeah, in uh, especially in Australia mm. because they were the mm. colonial home. Mm. Yeah. Uh, they have copies in the. Uh, New South Wales uh, State Library, mm. yes. one there, and a few copies, uh, like yeah. a few original copies. And there's a lot of copies in uh, 
National Library of Australia mm -hmm. in uh, Canberra. Yes. Then there's yeah. a few in uh, yeah. in uh, was that Melbourne okay. City, Melbourne City, okay. Melbourne. Okay. Melbourne. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, um, tell us a little bit more of Namata. Is it a private or public, like a government paper? It's a, um, a colonial administration okay. paper. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. a paper it was really interesting. Eh? Mm. Uh, that's what really made me interested in, uh, yeah. in the project. Eh? Mm. So, it's, it's still uh, continuing. We there's a lot to read, eh? yeah. yeah. But uh, there's a uh, few themes in in those um, in the actual newspaper. Yeah. yeah. So they have uh, monthly because it's a it's a yearly issue with mm -hmm. monthly monthly what's that? Yeah, monthly issues also. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So what they do is like uh, what they did back then was. You can co collect all the monthly yeah. copies yeah. at the end of the year. Okay. They would um, they they ask you to if you wanted it to be put in hard copy uh, or soft copy. You uh, could send the whole huh? monthly issues mm. to the mm. to them, mm. and uh, they'll uh, give mm. you a hard copy. Mm. The reason why I say this is because it's. Uh, clearly articulated. Yeah, one more thing to one of my page. But it's so funny. Yeah, it's like you could tell who, who the, uh, who the, what's that, the commentators were, or people who were editing or writing yes, the paper, yes, yes. because they'll be like uh, being grumpy. So we do call it one of my paper. We walk with some way. Only marabou naka. It's like it's so dirty. You should keep it uh, properly and. So when we uh, collate it and you know make a hard copy of mm -hmm. make the set the, the cover compile it yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, make nice. the actual it'll be it'll be looking neat it's like, oh there's some grand grand quality yeah it is interesting yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's something really interesting uh, for me personally like uh, in the set in the sense of the language eh? yeah. and uh, the time eh? these are two important factors for me. Uh, yeah, reading on the the Wulika to Nagosa Motua Ramata to Nagosa. like they would say uh, the proper Fijian language, formal Fijian okay. language is used, you know, in the address, in the address, yeah. in the writing. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah which was great. And but then you can also understand the voice, eh? the mm. voice of the paper. Sometimes mm. it's it's in the vernacular. Language, mm -hmm. but you can tell it's, a, mm -hmm. it's somebody else yes. who's using mm -hmm. that language, yes. Eh? Yes. Because the colonial people yes. or uh, colonial administrators, when they came in, they learned that a hooligan was a So it's yeah. uh, quite dictatorial. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You guys should do this. Can you It's like, oh, you should be careful. Mm -hmm. With how you are with your plantations for the Solva Missionary. It sounds very similar to uh, 
what only we and our researchers will talk about in terms of what was often government ordinances. Yeah, mm. yeah that's would, the word, yeah. Yes, they would give instructions to people. Mm. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't published in a way that invited people to yeah. provide yeah. feedback. Yeah. Yeah. Like you were saying, mm. it was dictating yeah. a way of way of life. Mm. So it'll be big, um, it's quite interesting because you you look at the paper and it's the same as today, you know. Mm. The similar uh, topics are being discussed. Eh? One, the finances of the economy. Mm. The other one, the health. Mm. Uh, news from overseas, mm. you know. Yes. And then they have little stories here and there, and mm. which is another topic of discussion, you know, like finding. So 18, we all read some like, 1800 issue, yeah. 1898, yeah. So distributed, you know, the same. Yeah. So they are talking about, so that's interesting, we're all talking about like stories, eh? I know I'm going a bit. Yes. You know, yeah. I don't think you know, I don't think you know, uh, was it Rudolf Kipling? Yes, yes. So Rudolf yes. Kipling was also mm -hmm. very colonial. Yes, yeah. very colonial literature. Yeah. So Those are some of his stories, and they have like maybe for every month they would have a post, like a section of the story. They'll say, "Oh, it will be continued." Similar setup as a overseas paper. It was more. I, I thought, I've always thought about there's a Reader's Digest. You know, yeah, yeah, yes. yes. You open a little Reader's read, read, read <laughs> Digest and, and, and they give, you, yeah, give you a little snippet. What's happening in China? You know, like politically and administratively, you know. Yeah. Were there things in there that surprised you? Yeah. Um, a lot, eh? like mm -hmm. the, the language itself, eh? okay. uh, um, and one the one of the important one of the most important thing was the um, calendar. Mm. So Nabi Tikinising. Uh, all the compilation of the yearly issue yes. at the first page they mm -hmm. they have a calendar itself. So this is what I noticed for every year mm -hmm. from the 1800s to 1911 because the, the years are scattered there, there's no mm -hmm. coherent like, you know. Yeah. I noticed that there's always a, a page, it's folded okay. in four because it's quite big. Eh? Yeah. So what they did was, which was quite smart, eh? mm -hmm. thought, oh, at least they're using our, you know, like the um, they were using our uh, lunar calendar, Fijian mm -hmm. traditional mm -hmm. lunar calendar, mm -hmm. and they inserted it into the, what would you say, the Western calendar system? January to Gregorian calendar? January to December? And had it in Fijian? Yeah, I think it was in So for January, the Fijian. And on the on the on the dates itself, eh? mm -hmm. from uh, day one to twenty nine, initially I was looking at oh it's like a dot, yeah. and there's a half dot, mm -hmm. 
and I was like, oh, I mean, one day it clicked. It's actually the cycle. So it was an interesting thing. You're saying it's an interesting point of, of convergence yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Um, in some ways. Um, well, if it is a colonial newspaper, it's to introduce mm. these new systems mm. to the locals yeah. um, by mapping yeah. onto the indigenous <coughs> languages yeah, of sorts yeah. onto that. Mm. So it's like an overlap, eh? So you were just using their, their Greco calendar mm. with the traditional yeah. Luna calendar. Mm. Yeah. You know, just incorporating it, eh? yeah. which I thought was smart. Yeah. And I was thinking, so who were the inform native yes. informers mm. who informed them yes. of the our lunar yes. system? Eh? Yes. Yeah. yes, which was interesting. Eh? Mm. Mm. Yeah. And and one of the most powerful message of that is, um, is you see um, indigenous voices starting mm. to come yeah. through yeah. into these texts in small ways. Mm. Yeah. Um, and. Do you think those indigenous voices become a lot stronger later on in the publications of the ones you've found? I know it's been really difficult to find some. Yeah, that's a, a good question. Eh? Um, one thing I, I, I wrestle with the idea that uh, sometimes non-visibility doesn't mean absence. Mm. You know? Mm. Does it mean, doesn't mean that, uh, you know, oh, the name of, uh, say, Rusia Tenarkalu is not there, or mm. Lukeven... Uh, in mm. yeah, it's mm. not there. Mm. Doesn't mean that they're not That's there. Right. Mm. Yes. But uh, no. Yes. No. Doesn't yes. mean that they are absent. Yeah. yeah. Their influence can still be there. Right. Why? Mm. Because you know, colonial administrators. Eh? Yes. They yes. have people who mm. come there to translate. Mm. But when it comes to the actual document, it's yes. oh, it's of the golden. Yes. Mm. You know, That's right. Or yes. whoever else. Yes. Mm. Which is, I mean, which is what it was back then. Yes. But we shouldn't. I feel like we shouldn't think that we were absent. No, we were mm. present. Mm. Mm -hmm. But in the that's what I found also, eh? Like mm. in the text itself. Yes. Mm. Like um, because people were given opportunity to write to the editor. Yes. Mm. The edi editor's name was Ratunamata. Eh? Mm. Yeah. So Nimbulunda Karatumana Ratunamata. Okay. 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 So we're So they go to church, the work So this is uh, the, someone from the village complaining to Ratu Namata. Eh? Mm. And he's saying, Oh, some of your workers are coming. Coming to church and then uh, showing coins to the girls after church. <laughs> to, to entice them to have a conversation with them. So I was like, oh, that's interesting. But then you see Ratunamata in the next thing, writing back to them. Eh? Yeah. Oh, it would be advisable that you, that you villagers look after your girls. No responsibility there. Yeah. But then there's another 
another letter back from uh, someone from the village. Oh, it would be also advisable for for government to tell its workers to you know not to engage with the local girls and yeah. whichever place they go yes. to. Eh? Yes. So it's yeah. a subtle, you know, yes. like pushback yes. from yes. people in the community, yes. which is yeah. you know. So I think sometimes some of these kind of papers, they, I mean, or some of these texts, they would, you know, even though it's used in using our own vernacular, mm. it's uh, it underestimates the, mm. the the knowledge and the, yes. the power of the, yes. the yes. communities in mm. the club. Yes. So yes. I run better to go on a vatangin dion or vatangin di class and buku. You're telling me that's one thing I've really learned is like, oh. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, I, and I guess this is why it's important that in indigenous Fijian speakers and, and readers and writers mm -hmm. um, investigate these texts because they bring with it their lenses yeah, no, to understand the yeah, context no, no, of that statement. No, no. Because if I seem correctly, uh, well, what you're saying is it may seem like a light rebuke, but you know contextually in mm -hmm. the culture yeah. mm -hmm. it has, uh, it's a lot more mm -hmm. severe mm -hmm. than yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, Would yeah. that be the case? Yeah, I think I think you were in saying that, eh? like um, you know, um, we have different um, different uh, ways of addressing issues in our own mm. communities. Eh? Like maybe some one community, and the Fijian community has its own ways. Eh? In the different levels, you have the Vanua, and you have the church, mm. and you have the thing too, which is the government, eh? mm. you have a family. Mm. These are all important places where issues are dealt with. Eh? Mm. When one, when there's, you know, when one, um, one of these uh, institutions, may I say, mm. is uh, absent in the process, it affects the community. Eh? Mm. And I think, yeah, I think, um, you know, learning about Learning about this in the in this kind of texts like Namata is uh, quite interesting mm -hmm. as a student and as a Itoke or indigenous or native Indian. Mm -hmm. I've, I've always used the analogy of a window, eh? mm -hmm. like uh, um, you when you open the window, you're opening a window to the world out there. Eh? Mm -hmm. So Namata was like. A little world that you know I mm. never knew existed. Mm. Oh, it existed, mm. but I was yes. you know, like yes. Uh, yes. not aware of it. Eh? Yes. But now yes. it's like it's really yes. good. Eh? Yes. Like, mm -hmm. uh, there's a lot of things you can learn from yes. old texts. Eh? People mm. would say, "Oh, it's just old newspaper. What can mm. we really learn mm. about it?" Live to nakandar and you will make it. The history, because these are from the 1900s, eh? mm -hmm. and it's of an era and a time. Eh? Mm -hmm. There are certain things that happened back then that mm -hmm. you can read about and understand. Eh? Mm -hmm. Gives you a basis of understanding of mm -hmm. what actually happened, why, and if you were to trace existing issues from now yeah. back mm -hmm. to then, yeah. that can inform you of yes. how things mm -hmm. have transpired because yes. of lack yes. of. Like yes. of uh, measures put yes. in place to address, yes. you know, economically, mm. you know, health-wise, mm. and all mm. that. Eh? So mm. it was like, mm. for me, that 
you know, historically it's quite mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. to look at mm-hmm. those kind of documents. Back then, the drinking of kava, that was one issue. Oh, mm. there's a lot of And uh, surprisingly, the use of opium. a way to relax and, mm. and some fit native items. of the Chinese migrants with mm-hmm. the opium yes. and it's like oh I didn't know opium existed that uh-huh. then. So you know yes. in terms mm-hmm. of like now in Fiji there's an issue with P yeah? mm-hmm. methamphetamine. Yeah? Yes. So it's like oh but we also have history of opium yes. mm-hmm. opium yes. use in our that's country. Right. Mm-hmm. Because I have a health background yes. so yeah. yes. it's how you know. That's like yeah. you know something I'm like oh it's interesting to also learn about what were the health issues yes. mm-hmm. back then. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know yes. what were the diet, you know? Mm-hmm. Because this can also inform mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. So as a student of yes. maybe, you know, public yeah. health or mm-hmm. health yeah. population. Yeah. You know, you were talking about na, 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 the measles outbreak mm-hmm. and yes. it took over like yes. 40,000 yes. 40, mm-hmm. people. Eh? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Suba, in Suba, in the mm-hmm. uh, cemetery, mm-hmm. there's a spot there. Mm-hmm. There's a mound there, they say. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a mass grave where people were. Oh. Yeah. Did you know the cemetery? No, I love to. Yeah, you know, that's what they said. Yeah. So we have to. That's one thing I want to mm-hmm. research more on. Yeah, so yes. You know how. But uh, from. From some paper articles I read in the Fiji Times, mm. because some of the, this is how I came to, because you know from yeah, engaged with it, yeah, because Namata is talking about the big measles outbreak, mm. but then uh, recently earlier this year they were talking about the that same measles outbreak. Mm. So the connection, yeah, it's like yes. oh, so because villages commemorate mm. the yes. that that time yeah, when mm-hmm. the, the measles outbreak nearly dec- mm. decimated. Uh, mm. Mm-hmm. Most of our communities, mm-hmm. eh? so they would have church services to oh, commemorate wow. and remember those. Yes. They so already passed yes. on that particular. Yes. Yeah, I think it's so only my village okay. out of all the village, one Vandra. Yeah. So we have a big uh, stone like to, to just to commemorate yeah. because our village was not if were affected by the measles. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So mm-hmm. our village was one of the villages out of all the villages mm-hmm. in Fiji. Mm-hmm. 
So we've got a big uh, memorial stone mm. there. Mm. 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 And this is why it's important that we understand we Indigenous people conduct mm. archival research is yeah, because yeah. we have these memories, yeah. you know, contrary to what Vula, the story in Namata, yeah. in terms of decimation, there, there are other stories of cultural resilience. Yeah. So although we were vulnerable to all these yeah. things, there are yeah. also stories about resilience yeah. and survival. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess this is why it's really important that people with that cultural knowledge, yeah. that history, are able to plug in the parts. Yeah. Because Although these, um, we hear our voices in there, they're very contested sounds. Yeah. Eh? You can hear, like you were saying, well, uh, the interpreters, you know, the, the Balangi writers obviously yeah. got that knowledge from someone. Yes. yes. And so the notion of absence, yeah. you know, we can still, as Indigenous readers and writers, you can hear, like you were saying, yeah. well, uh, you can hear and you can read their voices yes. still coming through. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But someone who does not have that background mm. will not hear or see that. Yes. Um, so yeah, I think what's yeah. important is uh, indigenous Maori or Pacific student or, mm. or Aboriginal student maybe that um, when you come to do learning in an in institution, mm. you kind of have a different perspective or different mm. lens eh? because uh, your, your worldview is completely different. Mm. Eh? Mm. So I think it's... it's um, I think we can be successful in universities and mm. other parts mm. if we engage with that, yeah, that perspective. Yes. Eh? Mm. Yes. Because our ancestors were quite involved with the environment, mm. you know? right. they were quite connected to the yes. environment. You know? yes. Everything about their life was informed by the environment mm -hmm. right. and the spiritual realm. Yes. You know? yes. And yes. that's why I know we talk about mental health issues. Eh? Mm. Mm need to think about individuals' health and commu community health mm. in the aspect of, mm. you know, a holistic aspect. Mm. Yeah. You know, what what is affecting our, why yeah. are they feeling, is there a disconnection? Mm. And sometimes we have to relearn our own histories yeah. to understand why yes. we, yes. Well, or where we are yeah. right now yeah. and mm. where we've come from, you know? Mm. 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 And that's for me, I always use the analogy of the window. Mm. It's like you, when you open that window, you're looking back into history. Yes. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, I th I've, I've realized I have this uh, bias, you know, like, oh, it's an old newspaper, what, what's what's the use of that? Mm, yeah. But then after going through the market, I'm like, yeah, wow, yeah. you know, like, older, it's yeah. really interesting. Yeah. It's making you yeah. think about, yeah. oh, wow. Because, um, you know, we can talk about the paper whole day. Yeah? Mm. It was like yeah. it talks about uh, provincial, uh, um, what's it, appointments. Eh? Like mm. uh, back in the days, they would have erna uh, Bully means the people who are chosen as the district uh, representatives. Bully undu, bully So it's interesting to see familiar names. Mm. You know, nice. like. Nice. Names that I'm not related to, but yes. names who yes. of, of, yes. of, of people, yes. eh, of yeah. yes. mm. all these names of yeah. prominent Fijian yes. families. Eh? Mm. It's like, oh, so they've been involved in yes. in uh, government administration yes. for a long yes. time. Eh? Mm. Then you hear yeah. like Fijian judges, Fijian yeah. doctors, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and how the, the colonial administrators, uh, yeah. Nondra, can 
varuta kuin näkään So villages were assigned to look after. Mm. Or you plant a yam plot or cassava plot or taro yes. plot for mm. the, the district rep yes. or the missionaries. Eh? Yes. Mm. So this is the amount of coconuts you collect, yes. copra, yes. Yes. for your tax. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So instead of money, you yeah. plant is or you collect. Yeah. Yeah. Coconuts. Yeah. 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 And you know, it's like. There's so much to learn about yeah, how yeah. things were done back then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that colonial administrators, I mean, yeah, then it was a colonial imposition, but there's mm-hmm. a, a, I mean, we have to live with that fact that yeah. we are what we are yeah. today because yeah. of that. Yeah. We cannot change yeah. it, yeah. but there are things we can, yeah. you know, the good mm-hmm. and the bad. Yeah. But, but as an indigenous person looking into those archives, you immediately see the connections that you're yeah, saying, yeah. you know, and it starts different conversations, yeah. you know, so mm-hmm. you that you're saying, particular families who yeah. are looking after this, mm-hmm. but also in terms of the reason why we're producing this mm-hmm. particular products is because maybe New Zealand needed it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then you start about connections, yeah. not yeah. in terms of families, mm-hmm. but um, exporting of yeah. goods, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Fiji's contribution to agriculture everywhere mm-hmm. else in the Pacific. Mm-hmm. Who were they feeding? You know, yes. like the other New Zealand, um, I suppose, colonies, mm-hmm. how the New Zealand imperial system is, New Way was feeding a lot of New Zealanders, mm-hmm. but people didn't know. So mm-hmm. these are the, like the regional parts of the Pacific yeah. that mm-hmm. we often, and it goes back to the idea of how the Pacific were always mm-hmm. connected in different ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like yeah. you saying, well, that starts different types of conversation yeah. that only mm. us as indigenous people mm. can have. Yeah. Mm. This, uh, because uh, our people in our context are the subject of of that uh, paper in that time. Eh? Mm. And even though they also had news, eh? mm. but it was always about our people. Then, mm. eh? yeah. And, yeah. Uh, and I think it's important for whatever field you involve in in mm. studies, yeah. or even when you're working and you want to understand a bit more. Mm. It's always good to yeah. you know research into mm. this kind of papers because yeah. it will give you yeah. hints about yeah. because it's the the news of the times, eh? Yes. You know? Time, the yes. time that they're living yes. in it. Mm-hmm. Well, those through those colonial histories, we mm-hmm. can still hear our Pacific voices. Yes. We just have to learn to read and mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. listen to them and figure out what they mean. Mm-hmm. Because one word in particular may mean something mm-hmm. completely different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it opens up, as we know, with our language is rich with symbolism and imagery. Mm-hmm. That one word opens yeah. up, like you were saying, yeah. opens up a window to a whole different world yeah. that's often closed to the other yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think, I mean, not saying that my perspective is uh, right or the only perspective, because I've engaged with with it. That's you know at this moment. That's, but I'll also be excited to see and hear the perspective of other okay, people, people. Mm. who will engage with the text in a different way. Mm. Different, you know, like Itoke or Fijians mm. or Samoans or Merotumans or yeah. Indo-Fijians. Yeah. Because it's all about, I mm. say. Mm. But the important thing is that we engage with it, mm. you know? Mm. That we learn something from it and mm. we utilize what we've learned from mm. our future, mm. you know? Mm. <coughs> yeah, I think, yeah, you know, like, um, I think that's an important thing. Eh? Um, mm, yeah. as, as a student here in yeah. <coughs> thinking about language, eh? like mm. 
it's all written in the language, eh? yeah. like, what, like we would say in, uh, in the Fijian, Wasamatu, eh? Fijian words that are quite uh, have deep meaning and grounded, mm -hmm. you know. That's one thing I've really enjoyed about about uh, reading the paper. Mm -hmm. And also, I found out, I found out, I found out, I so we were, yeah, because people would write back and forth to edit the So this person was talking about some issue he disagreed with, and then he used this traditional proverb. Then they do not know. So it's like a plantain, eh? The person was writing said, Oh, they're all four like the winds of the plantain. So that's why I was saying, like, because our ancestors were quite connected to our environment. So they were a spiritual being, and their physical being is informed by the environment. You know, Mother Earth and Father and all that, you know? You were saying the connection, eh? It's from the written text that she's talking about, Dad went back to the village two years ago, okay. after 42 years. Yeah, so he went back to the land of his dad. Mm. And then there's a particular land where they say that they can hear people laughing and talking oh, to each other, wow. unseen. Mm. So Dad went through those places mm. and Dad heard them laughing. Yeah. yeah, laughing yeah. and somebody's talking to somebody yeah. and they told them, you all shut up now, yeah. I'm here now. Yeah. See, that's, yeah. it's, it's real. Yes, yes. You one way? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, after 42 years they yeah. went back to that village. Yeah. Yeah. So he heard what yeah. he haven't heard for a very long time. Mm -hmm. 
starting your journeys um, as researchers now, mm -hmm. what would you like to tell probably your children's generation okay. about the importance of indigenous texts? Mm -hmm. Dona ka bimbi menda buli dona ka membaleta na nonde tokne toki leta kenda tiko na nonda bononda la mikina tiko na nonde asana tiko na nonde tikina tiko na vika membaleta kenda dina nde sami tu inisilandi nda kova kando ni na lulunga na nonde tovo something that I want to address our children our grandchildren, our whanau here in New Zealand for us to engage with our own culture. Not only the culture, our language, our text, and uh, for us to know the importance of our history. Because since Vula was just having the conversation of the written text that uh, he's engaging in and doing his research on, for us to know how important it is it will be useful in the future. So for example, we were just about to go to attend a party at one on Lina where is uh, dead. And then our vice president for the Fijian Association turned back to me. How do I present the cover? And I said, I was brought up in so I really don't know much. <laughs> and I said, go to Dr. Google. <laughs> That's really shameful, you know. <laughs> For a Fijian to go back to Dr. Google and give, give Dr. Google will give us the answer. It's really important for us to engage with our own text and you know to know where we come from. And if we really don't know anything, we keep researching. We keep searching. Well, that's a really important question. Tarunaka Matai. The first is before the uh, 10 years, I need to stop now and mm -hmm. trying to embed some language base for doctor and Fijian mm -hmm. and uh, ensure that uh, I know the reality is we are in the diaspora mm -hmm. and uh, the pool to speak English is far greater mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that I can't do anything about it. Mm. I still can do something about it. Mm -hmm. And ten years from now, I feel like there will be a lot of headaches for me. She'll be a big girl and, you know, she thinks she's uh, adults. But 
Yeah, that's a fact I have to, you know, we have to think about is uh, indigenous or native peoples in our diaspora is what can we do to ensure that our kids or our future generations understand our languages and our culture and one thing is to start from home, just do the basics, you know, little, uh, little, um, teach them little things about, you know, saying thank you. Um, Alice has been uh, quietly telling me recently, oh, we need to, you know, uh, ensure we, we keep speaking a lot more Fijian because she's, she's in daycare now. Eh? Mm. So the language, the language of instruction and conversation is mostly English. Eh? Mm. And um, the other day I was sneezing because I was like, <laughs> which is uh, life and uh, no growth, eh? yeah. the second sneeze. Eh? Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden she's like, oh, Bula Tata. I sneezed again and she said, Tumbu. 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 Sneeze again. And I said, like, I said, like, okay, how chill? And she said, Tumbu. And I thought, oh, yes. And I'm like, we were laughing. Yeah? We were laughing away. And I'm like, and I thought to myself, well, it's in this kind of moments that, they, yeah. that, that the language and the culture are registered yeah. with them. Eh? Yeah. So it doesn't have to be big, yeah. it has to be a little. Yeah. You know, even I can understand the pressure from uh, the other side. It will mm. be like, oh, you know, uh, our communities can lose lose our language in one one generation. Yeah? So, mm. And I also know that you can also uh, teach a generation. You know, don't don't have to worry about the pressure. You worry about what we can do. Eh? Mm. So you know, as for students who are in, here in uni. Mm. Say Fijians, Maori, or Pacifica. Mm. You know, you you'll say, "Oh, my parents don't speak the language, or I can't understand it." I say, "Yeah, that's a fact, but we have to start somewhere." Yeah. You know, and by that, you get a book or start learning it. Take Maori one hundred, you know, mm. Pacifica, or join some, you know, try and talk with someone who knows the language, you know, mm. you don't have to to underestimate your lack of uh, mm. not knowing your culture or mm. your language. Mm -hmm. All you have to have first is the, the desire to learn, eh? Yeah, yeah.